And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the concept that real estate is local. And some of you are going to agree with me, some of you are going to disagree with me, and some of you are going to say, what are you talking about today? All right, we're just having a little fun there, right? Real estate is absolutely local. I mean, we're just, we're, let's just cut to the chase and let's call it what it is. Real estate markets can vary widely and making generalized statements about why the real estate market is doing or what it is doing can be very risky. But we see that all the time in the media. We do. You're seeing all kinds of reports out there with regards to the market is healthy. The market is not healthy. The market's doing great. The market's not doing great. And you have to digest all of that information because you've got to find out what what's happening in a particular area, because what is happening in a particular area is impacting the housing market in that particular area or the real estate as a whole. Does that make sense? So something that happens in San Francisco, California, doesn't necessarily have an impact on something that occurs in Houston, Texas. Conversely, something that happens in Richmond, Virginia, probably doesn't impact Boise, Idaho. Does it make sense now? All right, let me let me let me take it one step further. What about your localized area? What about the areas where you live? What about the areas around where you live? Do you realize that real estate values can can vary widely within a geographical area? Yeah, they absolutely can. They absolutely can. Let's let's pick on a little town called, I don't know, let's go with Houston, Texas. Let's pick on Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas is a metroplex of the city of Houston and a lot of small towns around the city of Houston that have really just been kind of absorbed by the city of Houston. And what you have is this massive metroplex of all these small little localities. And each of these little localities has its own real estate dynamics. It has its own real estate information going for it. Did you know that? Now, think about it. There's an area of Houston called the Galleria. Then there's an area of Houston that's out by the airport. Those two areas, although they're in the city of Houston, they're not equal to each other at all. They're they're not even close to each other. They were built in different parts of the century. Not not in this century, by the way. Now, some some of the parts were built in this part of the century, but most of it was built in the previous century, right? Okay. And even in that previous century, they were built in different time periods. So there's, there's different aspects to the real estate. I'll tell you what, let's, let's do this. Let's go out to a place called California. Let's go out to one of the beach cities. Let's let's go to, oh, I don't know. Let's go to Newport Beach. I like Newport Beach. It's a very, very beautiful place. If you've never been to California and you want to go check out the beaches, I think Newport Beach is, is on your must-do list. I absolutely think it's on your must-do list. But think about the real estate in Newport Beach, California. You have real estate that is right on the water's edge. That is probably the most expensive real estate in Newport Beach. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident it is because it's one of a kind real estate. There's only so many units that are waterfront in Newport Beach. Now, right across the street, you have a bunch of other homes, but they're not worth as much as the waterfront properties are because they're not waterfront properties. See, there's there's different features to the actual real estate that differentiates the real estate. I know it's hurting your head, isn't it? Okay, well, I'm glad you tuned in because you're learning something. All right, so think about it. Think about where you live. There are high-end areas, right? There are low-end areas. There are areas in between. There are areas that people just don't want to go to. And there are areas where everybody wants to go to. And that's all in your local municipality. And I don't care if you live in a small town. I don't care if you live in a huge city like New York City. That stands accurate. What I just told you stands accurate. So this concept of real estate being local, why is it so important? Well, here's why. Most of the real estate news that you see is not local. Or it's local to a specific part of the country, but it's not local to you. See, real estate is very local. And on today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to get into the concept of localized real estate. As a matter of fact, one of the things that Del Wamsley, Andy Webb, and myself are going to do over the next six weeks is we're going to bring to you real estate professionals. Now, these aren't real estate investors. Well, technically, they are real estate investors, but they are essentially real estate professionals. They have intimate knowledge of the real estate markets, and that intimate knowledge is of their local markets, not necessarily of the national market. So we think it's very important to bring you pertinent information that you can use. We're going to have the opportunity to get into the minds of seven different real estate professionals. These are Lifestyles Unlimited Realty Team members, and these are the team members that manage very specific areas that we as Lifestyles Unlimited members, we like to invest in. Now, why do you want to hear what these people have to say? Very specifically, you want to hear what they have to say because they are tuned in to the locality of the market. They understand what is going on in that particular marketplace. So what marketplaces are we, we, we talking about? All right. Well, I'm going to be very, very general. I'm going to be very general in nature because the reality of it is I don't know exactly what marketplaces they're going to pinpoint. So I have to be very general in my, my announcement of what they will do, because if I say they're going to Avenue X when they wind up on Avenue B, I would be wrong. And I don't want to be wrong. So I'm going to be very general. I'm going to, be, I'm going to take the government's rule book, and I'm, I'm going to take that play out of the rule book. And I'm just going to tell you that we're going to talk this week with Darlena. Now, Darlena is formerly an accountant. She had all of her education in accounting. She worked in accounting. And then at one point in her life, she made a decision to step away from accounting and go into real estate. When Andy Webb interviews her later on this week, as a matter of fact, Dell's going to interview her too. When, when both of them interview her, they're going to be looking to get those solid nuggets of information that come only from a real estate professional, somebody that's in the know of the actual physical local marketplaces. Now, Darlena is going to talk about the Georgia marketplace and she will, she will hone in or she will zero in, I should say on 
the different areas where we see investment activity occurring. And she's going to talk about it. She's going to talk about it ad nauseum. You'll probably get tired of listening to everything she has to say, unless you're interested in that marketplace, in which case she's going to give you information that you can use. Wouldn't it be nice to know if the taxes are stable in the area? Or is it an area kind of like Texas, where the taxes, the, the real estate taxes seem to be going up very, very fast. And it has to do with how taxes are formulated in Texas. They're formulated a little bit different in Georgia. Wouldn't you want to know if taxes are stable there or if they're running the same way as in Texas. That's something I would want to know. And the reason I'd want to know that is because taxes and insurance are the two biggest expenses that I deal with as a real estate investor. End of story. Nothing else makes one or two. It's always taxes and insurance, my two biggest expenses. And on that that concept of insurance, wouldn't it be nice to know what pricing is like from the insurance world in the state of Georgia to see if maybe insurance is different there. Maybe it's a little bit cheaper. Maybe it's more expensive. I don't know. You're going to have to tune into the shows to find out. And and more importantly, it's not just it's not just going to be Darlena talking about Georgia. It's going to be Cindy talking about the Tennessee market. It's going to be Stacy covering the Arizona markets. It's going to be Shane covering the Kansas City and Missouri markets. Rick is going to take care of South Carolina. Chris is going to cover Central Texas. Jeff is going to cover Houston. And finally, Danny is going to talk about the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, I just told you some of the hottest markets that are available to Lifestyles Unlimited members. Yeah, I just told you some of the hottest markets. Now, I didn't pinpoint where exactly they were, but I gave you the states where they're located. So it's up to you to be a good student. It really is. It's up to you to be a good student and to attend class. So what I want you to do is... I want you to get in the habit of listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show and to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Now, why do I want you to get in that habit? The reason for it is we exist to educate you. We exist specifically to help you understand that there's a better way to retirement than the path that you're currently following. And as a Lifestyles Unlimited member, you can get yourself to a place of retirement in five years or less. That's the whole thing right there. That's why I became a Lifestyles Unlimited member. That's why I got myself to a place of retirement in five years or less. I did it in two, not bragging. I was desperate. See, what some of you recall is that I tried to retire once before and I failed at it. I didn't do a good job at it. I I wasn't prepared for retirement. So retirement wasn't prepared for me and it threw me back into the workforce. Yeah, no longer do I do that? No longer am I required to work for a living. The passive income that comes in from my real estate investments have made a tactical difference in the finances of my lifestyle. And as a result of that, I no longer require a job. I no longer require a place to work. I am retired. And it's a good thing. Now, some of you are going, well, well, Al, you're doing radio. Come on, dude. You're, you're obviously doing radio for somebody. Yeah, okay, I'm doing radio for you. How often do you hear me on the radio? Let's, let's, let's figure that out. Three hours a week. Yeah, three hours a week is when, when I normally do radio. Now, so when you, when you really sit down and you think about the amount of time that I put into the radio shows, there's a lot of time that goes into the prep. 
There really is. So a one-hour radio show could take three, four, maybe five hours to prepare for. And the reason for that is there's a lot of different information that I have to go out and find. There's research that I have to do. And then I have to qualify the research. I have to qualify the research because I don't want to give you information that is going to be damaging to what you're trying to do. That would be very misguided and reckless on my part, and I'm not interested in being that kind of guy for you. I am here specifically to help you understand that you can get yourself retired in five years or less. End of story. I'm done talking about it. So why, why these real estate professionals? The real estate professionals are here specifically to give you data that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. When's the last time any real estate organization brought seven of their, their top producers onto a national radio show to discuss with you topics that you can't find even on YouTube? Well, you can if you go to the Lifestyles Unlimited page. Yeah, you can, because I actually discovered YouTube. I did. I discovered YouTube like two weeks ago. I know I'm a late bloomer. I get it. And, and, I, and I discovered it because I wanted to learn about spearfishing. So I found all this great content on spearfishing. And then I was like, oh, well, I wonder if Lifestyles Unlimited is here. And you know what? Lifestyles Unlimited does exist on YouTube. It exists on Facebook. It exists on, what's that other one? Instagram? I think it's on Instagram. I think there's another one. I don't know what all of these different social media platforms are, but I know for a fact that Lifestyles Unlimited has content on all of these platforms. And all of this content is designed to help you achieve what you're not achieving right now. I'm serious about that. I want to see you get to that place of retirement within the next five years. Some of you can do it a lot sooner. When we come back from the break, I'm going to get back into why real estate is local. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What would you say to women out there? Kelly, if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work. I know I can't go up any further. There's, there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss? Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, oh, you're a woman, I'm not gonna invest with you, I'm gonna go over here. There's no real gender there. Are you ready to be a part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're, we're on this topic that real estate is local, and I need to get that through your mind. A lot of the data that you come into contact with regarding real estate tends to deal with national 
trends. The reason they do that is because there are so many different local places in the United States. They would drive everybody bananas because people would tune in. They would think, well, I'm getting my local report, and it's really a local report for Peoria, Illinois, and I don't live in Peoria, Illinois. Let's take a step back. Let's let's eliminate some of the places that we're not going to invest in. First of all, any government-owned property. Okay, we're not even going to look at that stuff. High-end houses, places where Del Wamsley lives. Yeah, we're, we're not going to invest there. No, so we, we can take all those high-end housing markets, and we can, we can just take them right off our list. Now, some of you are going, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's, that's where all the money's at. Everything that you're, you, you're eliminating now, that's where the money's at. That's the high-end stuff. That's where the rich people live. Here's why. We know that if you buy into those types of assets, your rate of return will not be as effective than if you buy into a different type of marketplace. That's why we're eliminating all those places. Here's some other places we're going to eliminate. Ready? We're going to get rid of all the office buildings. We're, we're not going to buy any of those. We're going to get rid of all the industrial. Not buying that either. Not buying the hotels. Not buying the motels. None of that stuff. Multifamily. Yeah, we're definitely looking at that. Single family. We're definitely looking at that, but not the high-end houses, not even the medium-end houses. What we're looking for is we're looking for the housing stock that's actually closer to what an entry-level purchaser would look for. The stuff that we buy, it's usually in such bad shape that those first-time home buyers, unless they really want to buy a fixer-upper house, they won't buy into that marketplace. So as a result of that, the only people that I'm really competing with are my fellow investors. So the biggest pool of potential competitors has actually eliminated themselves from the mix. So I'm only dealing with other investors. Now, there are certain areas in town that I won't go. I just won't do it. Now, I've been, I've been in a combat zone, okay? I've been to some pretty deadly places, and, and part of the reason might be it's just infested with crime. That leaves us the quality neighborhoods, the really nice neighborhoods that are available to us. Now, these neighborhoods, they tend to be a little bit older. They tend to be a little bit more worn out. But these neighborhoods, they, they, they provide housing for a segment of our economy that's just demanding great housing. I'm talking about workforce housing. I'm talking about the people that make America go. I'm talking about the blue-collar workers, some of the white-collar workers, but mostly the blue-collar workers, the the first responders, the people that do the day-to-day work of America and keep the economic engine humming. It's those people that live in certain neighborhoods that we target as investors. Now, it sounds like I'm going to go shoot them. I'm going to target them as investors. No, that's not the case. I want to target where they want to live because I want to go into that neighborhood. I want to provide them clean, functional workforce housing. I want to provide them the best thing in that neighborhood available for rent. I'm not going to over-improve it, but it will be the best thing in that neighborhood available for rent so that when they rent that property and they move into that property, they can call that property home. And because that place is in really nice shape when they take that property over, 
chances are they're going to keep it in really nice shape. They're going to continue to call it home. And then after the first year, I'm going to have to take a look at what taxes and insurance they're doing because I might have to raise my rents. Okay. So in which case, if I do have to raise my rents, I'm going to let my resident know, but they've already lived there for a year. And chances are they love the place. They love the neighborhood. They're not looking to move. So chances are they're going to be okay with the rent going up a little bit. Okay. Now I'm not, I'm not, into raising rent just for the sake of raising rent. There has to be a very specific reason to do it. But in the case of expenses going up, the only option you have is to keep up with those expenses. And if your resident has been a great resident for you and they're taking care of the property, then only increase your rents what you feel is appropriate for that particular resident. Economic conditions can vary from one area to another. And analyzing those local factors is essential to making informed decisions regarding your real estate investments. Now think it through. Follow the people. Where are Americans moving to? Well, they're not moving to California. Some are, but most are moving away from California. They're going to places like Texas. They're going to places like Florida, Georgia, Tennessee. A lot of places where we as Lifestyles Unlimited members, we invest. All right, what, what about the legal and regulatory differences? Did you know that real estate is heavily regulated? <laughs> yes, it is. It's regulated by laws and regulations relating to property ownership, zoning, building codes, permits, and, and they vary from one jurisdiction to another. There, there are places in Texas where you need to have a building permit in order to do any type of remodeling on your property. But there are other places in Texas where they don't care. They don't care. Do what you want. Now, these local regulations can greatly impact the process of buying, selling, and developing properties if you happen to go into development. Now, we redevelop properties. That's why I threw that in. Having a thorough understanding of the local legal framework is crucial to navigating the real estate market effectively. And, and here's, here's a hint for you. If you really want to understand what the legal and regulatory differences are in your local marketplace or a marketplace that you're expanding, talk to a real estate attorney. Yeah, talk to a real estate attorney. It's as simple as that. Why a real estate attorney? Because they are in touch with the laws of the local area. That's what they're focused on. There's no better person for you to talk to than somebody that's walking 100 miles in that legal world, right? Okay. Did you know... The availability and quality of local amenities and infrastructure can significantly affect real estate values. They certainly can. What do people look for? People look for things like schools. Maybe they look for hospitals. Maybe they look for parks or public transportation. Maybe they want to be close to shopping centers or entertainment. Yeah. And all of those locality features vary from one area to another. They do. There, there, there are no two towns in the United States that I'm aware of that are carbon copy replicas of each other. Now, every, every city is different. Every town is different. And the proximity and the quality of these amenities can often play a significant role in determining the desirability and value of real estate in a particular location. Now, there's a place in San Antonio known as the Medical Center. Yeah, it's, it's this big, giant conglomeration of hospitals and medical 
doctors and medical service providers and anything having to do with medical is like in this this one square mile radius area. And you want to know what goes on with the real estate around that? The real estate around that is very, very vibrant. As a matter of fact, that would be an area you might want to consider investing in. And the reason for it is it is considered highly desirable. It is highly desirable. And because it's the medical center, you have a lot of people that work in the medical industry that desire to have housing as close to work as possible. Maybe they want to walk to work. Maybe they want to ride their bicycle to work. Maybe they just don't want to have a car. Those are reasons why people would live in an area close to the medical center. Does that make sense? Yeah. What, what about elderly people? Elderly people may want to be closer to hospitals. I mean, if something goes wrong with you, there is, there is a distinct advantage to being very close to the emergency room. And that distinct advantage tapers off dramatically the farther away you get to an emergency room because you have a thing called time and traffic that gets in the way that may cause you to, well, pass away before you get to the emergency room. That's why some elderly people, they want to be close to a hospital. They want to be close to the medical center. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. All right. What about cultural and demographic characteristics? Can, can they have an influence on the real estate market? Yes. Yes, they can. You know, each community has its own features, its own preferences, its own lifestyle choices that impact the demand for certain types of properties. Did you know that? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I picked on, well, I didn't pick on, but I mentioned Newport Beach, California. Why would people want to live in Newport Beach, California? Uh, to be close to the beach. Yeah, to be close to the beach because it's a really nice beach. Yeah, so maybe, maybe you go there and you live there because you want to be close to the beach. All right. Well, you could do that in Texas, too. You could go live in Corpus Christi, Texas, and you could be close to the beach. Now, some people will tell you the Pacific surf is better than the Gulf surf. And you know what? They'd be telling you the truth. It's true. As a former surfer and body surfer, yeah, I agree. I agree. But at the end of the day, there's still waterfront properties, right? Okay, but they all have their own unique culture. California is more like, well, you, you hear it come out of me every once in a while when I'm on the radio because I use terms like for sure and dude. Yeah, you hear me say stuff like that because I, I spent a good portion of my life in California when I was in the military. Now that I'm a Texan, I tend, I tend to use terms like y'all. But at the end of the day, know your markets. That's really what I'm trying to get at in this entire show is I want you to understand the markets that you're investing in. I want you to be aware of what is going on in the legal and regulatory worlds of those markets. Did you know that if you live in a place like, uh, let's, let's call it San Antonio, Texas, San Antonio, Texas may make a decision to enforce codes. And in doing so, they may put together an ordinance that puts together a very radical code enforcement strategy and policy, and it even funds code enforcement officers. Now, if they put that thing together, do you think it might have an impact on your real estate? And the short answer is yes, it will have an impact on your real estate. As a matter of fact, San Antonio already did that. They already did that. So if you're not even aware that San Antonio has upped its code enforcement, you need to get in the know. You need to get back down to the local level and find out what's going on. Now, just, just so you know, just so you know, 
That code enforcement thing is only for the bad boy players. It's really for the bad boy players, the people that aren't doing the right thing. As a Lifestyles Unlimited member, I know you're doing the right thing. I know you're providing clean, functional workforce housing for a demographic that desperately desires it. And I know your properties are looking great. I know that you've consulted your residents and you've told them what your standards are regarding how they maintain the property. If you have lawn, you expect that lawn to be cut. If that lawn doesn't get cut and code enforcement comes by, guess who has to pay for it? It's not you, the owner, because it's in the lease. It's in the lease that it says they will be responsible for any local ordinance violations. And that would be a local ordinance violation. A code enforcement violation is a local ordinance violation. So I hit you with a lot of stuff today, but we're going to hit you with a whole lot more stuff over the next six weeks. We're going to bring you some market data like you have never experienced it before. And we're doing this specifically because we want to help you change the trajectory of your life. We want to help you get to a place of retirement in the next five years. We want you to stop relying on things like 401ks and IRAs for retirement or a pension. In my case, it didn't work. None of those things work. The only thing that works is real estate. And if you want to do what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.